1: Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to a brand new episode of the
0: Real Life Podcast, a member of the nation network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
1: Welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kuchuk. Are you guys all drunk?
2: Good afternoon, Real Life Podcast, Episode three fifteen. Bag Milk here with Wanye and Was Tyler, Big Time dust. Jay, forgets we do podcasts on Thursdays. Chalmers, real job. Who knows what he's doing? Mm-hmm. That about right. As we do every week or every episode, we start off by thanking our friends at the HGA Group. The HGA Group is the next generation of business services, Was The HGA Group was built to serve you better so that when your business brings you challenges, they can bring you solutions. That's how it goes, Waz. Once you start a business, we'll send you to the HGA Group. They will sort it all out for you, from accounting to planning and everything in between. Got it?
0: I like that. Good. I'll have to Good. talk to them, I guess. Yes, you will. I agree.
2: You're a very busy man. The 90th yep. minute is taking off. You might need HGA quicker than anyone yes.
0: imagined. yes. Have you done the thing uh, was where
1: you tell everybody, Frank, please. Frank, chill, bro. <laughs> Frank, we're trying to talk of Waz here. Yes.
0: Sake.
1: Have you done the thing was where you explain to everybody what the 90th minute is and talk a little bit about what you got going on, who you are, what you do?
0: Ooh, like on, on this pod, I think I'm on my first pod I did, that I did uh, when I first uh, joined the <sighs> nation. So let's do it.
1: I'm not only a co host of the show, I'm also an avid listener.
0: So I'd love to hear. About where you're from <laughs> and what you do. Really? I mean, this is the first time I want to pod with you, at least. I'm excited. So, Let's go. Yeah. Oh, geez. Just wow. to pump
2: Waz's tires a little bit. So because he's probably not gonna do it. 90th minute is actually a monstrous, he's got quite the social game <laughs> running. That's actually how we found Waz when we hired him. Is that his just TikTok following for the 90th minute is gigantic, yeah. as well as your YouTube page and the podcast itself. So run us through it, buddy.
0: Well, the ninth minute, we, we started up early in 2018, just before the, the World Cup. And we were originally on uh Nate Radio, uh, that when they had like, you know, their local the college radio, anyone could have a radio uh, show. So we had soccer Sunday for a bit, and then after the semester ended, like, what do we do now? I'm like, well, let's start a podcast. And then we, we did a podcast for like a year and a half, and nobody listened to us. Like, no one watched our podcast on YouTube. We barely got like 10 listeners, listeners, it was, like friends and family. Then all of a sudden, my buddy Lucas is like, yo, let's let's start posting our clips on TikTok. And we're like, TikTok? It's, it's like for kids, <laughs> right? This is like uh, September 2019. I think I was just coming back from TwitchCon as well. We started posting. And um, I don't know, we, we posted a couple of TikToks and eventually they took off. And then once you get a couple of TikToks taken off, uh, you start to be able to kind of build a, a social media brand. And People started following our YouTube channel and our podcast. We started getting hundreds of listeners and a nice little community. And over just just a couple of months before we joined, I joined the nation, we hit hundred thousand followers on TikTok. I was like, holy shit!
1: Dang, yeah, guys, you're killing the game.
0: Yeah, just I guess it's a quick rundown. We just kind of ran with TikToks. Uh, started posting consistently on there, and people liked our shitty soccer takes or football, as they like to say over there. What did you do that took off? Did you have a take? Like, Wayne Rooney, he's no fucking you-know-who. Uh Actually, what the one that really blew up for us was uh this one time. Uh, my buddy's like, no Premier League game will finish 9-1 or 9-0. And it actually happens. So it was like, Leicester beats Southampton 9-1. And it was like, whoa, shit. So people are like, oh, you guys know nothing about the sport. You know, nothing but football. Well, that's, what,
2: that's what my question is going to be for you, Waz, is, like, the fact that all, are all you boys from from here on the 90th minute?
0: Oh, yeah. We're, we're does it like,
2: very much confuse the English why there's a bunch of Canadians talking football?
0: Yeah, we got a comment the other day. It's like, why does that guy support Barcelona? He's from Canada. Or he's American. Like, they all think we're American. <laughs> of course. So it's like... But yeah, it's uh, it's it's been an adventure TikTok, and you know it's crazy because it's it's down right now, which sucks. And just last week on TikTok, we had a a video get like seven hundred thousand views. I was like, holy shit! For the nation? No, for the ninetieth for For ninetieth minute. No, we we, the nations had a couple. We get thirty
2: to forty views on our TikTok. No, no, I was
0: just running things. Things. (laughs) I was trying. (laughs) once hockey season starts up, i think we'll have some more more fun in there, but.
2: Well, again, to pump your tires, the interesting thing about it was, is that you've been able to manage growth on both that account and Instagram in the doldrums of, of, of the off season, which I, behind the scenes, you and I talk about this stuff quite often. And it's, it's been interesting to watch you go and be like, holy shit, Instagram grows in the off season. Like (laughs) there's no off season for Oilers Nation, baby.
0: No, that's what I try to tell my parents. Like my, my parents are going to do this. Like, so uh, what do you do now? I'm like, I see. I keep working. I keep working on it every day. I love it. The nice thing about
1: the internet, the nice thing about blogging, the nice thing about podcasting is that no one tells you no and no one tells you yes. Yeah. Right. So for Oilers Nation, especially in the early days, the summer was an amazing time for us to grow because we just kept pumping out content because all we care about are the Oilers, obviously. And it was just as easy yeah. in the summer as it was during the season. And that's where we would gain a lot of traffic is in the off season. It would set us up for the coming year. And people will be like, yeah, during the season, Oilers Nation, like, whatever. There's real people talking about the sport, but you guys are the only one on July 9th that still give a shit about the power play. We're like, we sure do give a shit about the power play. It sucks.
0: I mean, I was gonna I was wondering, how did you guys handle the decade of darkness? Like no playoffs, like with a smile on our face, what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: because You know what? Making fun of the Oilers is something that the entire league likes to do, but no one does it better than Oilers fans, and we found a little lane in there that was just – finding ways to be positive in the darkest times in the franchise. And it just kind of resonated with people. And we just like to have fun, man. Like talking about the Oilers is fun. Yeah. Even yeah. when they're bad, it's fun. And we would do things like each year, Wanya would pick a star and a goat, which is funny because now it confuses people. The goat was like the player you expected to be shit. And it was always Dennis Grabischkoff.
1: That and- son of a bitch.
2: And it was just fun stuff like that and Photoshop contests and all that kind of th- stuff. I'm gonna have a Photoshop contest launching by the way before the season starts. I'm excited, but we haven't done one forever. I'm talking to sales guy Jared about some prizes to give away. I'm excited. But it was all that kind of stuff and the shenanigans and want you to jump in, but like Yeah,
1: but that's just what talking it was. shit, man. Yeah. Life's good. Like I, I mean that's how, I, that's how that's how my animation. How?
0: Tell us a story. I was just on Twitter. I just saw Oilers Nation. I followed you guys, and I just kind of gone to the Oilers Twitterverse for a little bit there. And then I fell out of it for a couple of years, and now I'm back. Welcome. Yeah, it's great. I missed it. Kind of. I think the only thing worse than
1: a decade of darkness is, like, no hockey, right? And we've seen yeah. that a lot, too, right? Like, during the 300 days where there was three Oilers games in 2020, I wish we were watching the all get lit up.
0: Yep. Well, I know it was, like, back... Uh, I was listening to the last uh, real life. You guys were talking about the Danbury Trashers and how, like, they were happening during the middle of a lockout and you guys didn't even know. It. And you guys like, we looking for hockey content. And-
2: well, that was uh, that happened before Oilers nation even existed. Yeah. That was about three years before. So it was interesting that that just happened and no one really knew about it in the time, but like looking at last year, uh, you weren't around yet was, but it was amazing how much content we cranked out despite the fact that there was no games for nine of 12 months.
1: And the world was yeah, extremely on edge and you couldn't tell any jokes. That was the other thing. Yeah. Jesus.
2: Yeah, yeah. I loaded
1: up the old content gun. I've got like seven articles written somewhere and they're, you know, I'm, I'm looking at them and I'm writing them and I'm chipping away and I'm looking at the online world. And it's like, you know what? Now ain't the time. Now ain't well, the time I, to go out there and be funny. Right?
0: We, I, I kind of went down the same path. Like when uh, soccer ended for a couple months, right? Like the, the Premier league, the, every, every league was shut down to like June, at least to August. Yeah. So we decided to crank uh content out of FIFA, like video games. And it worked out. did that too.
2: Yeah. Nation Dan was streaming the Oilers games. He did oh, an yeah, entire right. season plus playoffs. And he would do it, I was like once or twice a week or something. And we would set Jeez. up game day experiences. So you haven't had a full season with us yet, Waz? So like, you I'm know excited. how we do the GDBs and the game it, days yes. and all that stuff? We were creating those around the virtual games that Dan yeah. was running and just trying to... Give people, I think, I mean, Wanya, again, This, I think we were just trying to make life at least a little bit normal in any possible way we could. There was a lot of history pieces being written, though, Was I'm not going to lie to you. There's a lot of, on this day, no way there's history, but at the same point, there was still a lot of people that came to the site and just like, thanks for keeping going, just a little piece of normal. Yeah. Nothing else was.
0: I mean, it's, there's so many people at home, so many people are bored. They need something to read and catch up on and just keep take their minds off things, right?
1: I think that's one of the reasons why the nation's going bananas right now because I think people are just
0: locked up and bored as fuck, right? Yeah, and, well, we got more things getting locked up, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> now, you're a young man, Waz. Well, you may not remember, but I can remember life before the pandemic. <laughs>
3: well,
0: it I'm young, Well, I'm not that much young. You know, was, I was only in second grade during the first lockout in 04 or second lockout. <laughs>
1: you were this oh my god oh my lord
0: yeah so
1: did you fail a grade six times and you were really old or was you just you were the age of a second grader
0: uh, i think it was the age of a second grader
1: i screenshotted that photo that you posted to use at a later date against you where you're wearing like red pants and you're a little kid and your hands are on your hands oh jesus (laughs) you can count on that (laughs) coming back to visit you in mean form (laughs) in the next 12 months that'll be great i'm excited
0: yeah, no, it's it was kind of sad when we got swept, not just because we got swept, but it was like I was I was rolling with the vibes with the nation with all this hockey, and it's like, oh, it's over now, just like that. I'm like, fuck.
1: The what? only thing worse than that was the play ins the year before. Yeah. yeah. And, and like bam. the
2: plans were just like extra heartbreaking because nothing had happened for months and then they were like we're back baby and then it was oh, we're, gonna oh, get- we're
1: we're done all right <laughs> yeah. but that one win against chicago was pretty fulfilling i must and say
2: watching fucking tampa win the the stanley cup at rogers place and Connor wasn't even in the building. It was just devastating. What a weird if Connor time to be went alive? And
1: watched? Imagine yes. if Connor was there to watch the Cup Award and he's sitting by himself in Kate's. He's He was the Bud
2: Light sh- seltzer guy. And and
0: by himself. <laughs> yeah. Jeez.
2: I'm happy he's back in town. The city feels warmer with Connor McDonough yes. back in the city.
0: And, I like and don't hair Keith.
2: That's oh, weird. Keith. That is what weird. Is? It's like what, just seeing Duncan Keith in Oilers oh. colors. It's like it's yeah. one of those like Madonna playing for the Red Wings didn't make sense. Again, though, with the Bruins didn't make yeah. sense. You know, Adam Oates when he was here 100 years ago didn't make <sighs> sense. It's just, well, it's going to take a minute to get used to Duncan Keith and Oilers yeah, colors. I know,
0: I know before we start recording, you said we didn't want to talk too much about hockey because your m not here. But there's one thing I want I was that kind of annoyed me about Duncan Keith's situation is the, the Oilers fans that were getting mad because he was not joining on the informal skates. They're like, where's Duncan Keith? Where's his leadership? He should be here.
1: Oh my fuck. You think Duncan Keith's
0: going to display leadership
1: in an unaccredited state? If
2: there's one thing we Oilers fans love to do, it is make nothing or make something out of nothing all the time. Well, Duncan Keith didn't show up for a team breakfast that he wasn't invited to. What the fuck?
1: This is also was what we call the Oilers Nation Paradox. We're in one breath. We're bragging about how we write content all year round and everybody reads it. And then the next breath, we're like, you know, what's weird is how Oilers fans want to talk shit all year (laughs) round. Mm, Paradox. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It is fun because it's it's September 16th as we're writing this. And you'll go into the comment section just as if it was October. And people are yelling at each other about just the weirdest nonsense. And it's always, there's just, that's what I'm saying. There's no off season really in terms of being a Weathers fan. It's just something we do. It's just well, part you, of life here.
0: You mentioned to me in August, how it's like a dead zone in terms of content. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was, I had like ran out of content. I, I was going, I was like, I, I, yeah, I didn't struggle too much.
2: I thought you did a great job, man. And great when job. I say there's a dead zone of content, it's, it's, there was no news, but at the same point, that's when we have to get creative and knock yeah, things out. Fun. And I think you did a great job of that. And it's just, You'll see, though, once you get out of yeah. this lull period into training camp and things where there's actually going, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a lot easier to knock shit out when things are actually going I'm, on. And I'm sad that we can't go ass. to
0: training camp.
2: Well, I mean, you could go to Roger's place and, like, look in the windows maybe. <sighs>
1: No, you can't. I've been there. They shoo you away and tell you you're not allowed to fog the glass up, and then they got to tell you wear your pants, sir. And I say, (laughs) I don't know. There's a fucking pandemic, bro. Why don't you mind your own beeswax? Yeah, I've been wearing
2: pants since March of 2020, homie. Yeah, that's right. I'm wearing
0: pants right now. Okay.
1: Is there anything waz about the pandemic that you're gonna have a hard time undoing when it's over?
0: I don't know. I I don't think so, because like when uh, we're when you know when our you know our summer officially began in July, I kind of like. My mask was off all the time. Like, I didn't care. So it's like back to square one now. It's like, whatever.
1: I of- ditched cable for YouTube at the start of the pandemic. Like I still have cable, yeah. but rather than scratching my head and trying to find a show on cable, I'm mm-hmm. all YouTube. I'm never going back.
0: So what was your original question again? Like some of were like,
1: is there anything about the pandemic where your life has changed that you won't be able to undo? E.g. Wanye is a YouTube man till death.
0: Uh, well, Bag
2: Milk is a guy who probably is going to have a hard time being in a room with more than one person for a
0: while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, prior to the pandemic, I was working at a shitty soccer center and now I'm doing this. So, yeah.
1: So your career got worse. <laughs> well, no, gonna- don't feel bad about it. <laughs> <you someday. laughs> it's
0: not your fault the soccer center shut down. It'll reopen. Bro, more. trust me, I, I do not want to go back to cleaning up children children's vomit or blood. I'm good. Hey
2: William, yeah, we never of said soccer
0: you're, center, is this? yeah, we never <laughs> said you're not gonna be
2: cleaning up vomiting. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm I'm bleeding profusely right now. Yeah,
2: I've been vomiting this whole time.
0: Okay, mm. well, you should uh oh.
2: <laughs> there's a specific corner at Nation HQ where we puke and vomit or we vomit yeah. and bleed, you know, so somebody has to
1: clean it.
0: Okay, this, this got very interesting. <laughs> not to the listeners,
1: was not to the listeners. Yeah, I had somebody message me. And I have to check his name here, so I'm going to try and delay while I check his name. But he had a very, very good request of me, and he hunted me down on Instagram, which I respect. Hold on here. Where am I looking? Where am I looking? Where am I looking? J-K-Y-B-Y-B. Jakey baby, I'm assuming. B-Y-B? I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I've seen him on Twitter. He hits me up, he goes, "Wanye, I tracked you down at Dogpatch on Instagram. I know you read the DMs. I want you to watch the space documentary called Inspiration 4, and I want you to talk about it last wow. Monday's podcast, which I missed. Sorry, Inspiration
2: 4. I have it written down right here from our convo the other day.
1: It's unbelievable. Waz, are you familiar with the Inspiration 4?
0: No, I'm not the biggest space guy, but I'm open to learning. All right, let me let me
1: try and frame this up for you. So, uh, like Star Wars. There you go. SpaceX, which you're familiar with. Yeah, they are starting to launch more and more and more and more spacecraft and they're sort of hitting all these milestones for humans in space. One of the really uh, important ones was sending up like non astronauts in a ship to see like what, quote unquote, normal people, if they can withstand the rigors of space. Oh, okay. So they have this documentary, I think it's like four or five parts. And yesterday they did the launch and sent the crew up and like inspiration four is like inspiration for the rest of us to go to space. So they had like a contest. Some guy, not some guy, uh, Isaacman's his last name, like a space billionaire. He bought four tickets and gave three away. Hmm. So like one lady, I'd have to check names, but like she hadn't gone to space. She was supposed to go to space. She got blocked from going to space and now she gets into the space. And another lady, she has a prosthetic leg. She was like a pediatric cancer society or cancer um, patient and she beat it. So in addition to sending people up in space, they also raised $200 million for her children's hospital that she was at $200 million. Like, holy shit. Damn. So this documentary was really cool. Cause it was showing like all the shit you have to do to be able to go to space. And, and like, it was very inspirational. Right? It's a very cool time. It's a cool time to be alive right oh yeah. i think a lot a lot of times when you're witnessing historical shit happening it isn't until you watch it like years later or read like a retrospective of shit but like example when nail yakupov slid across the ice on his knees i was like damn we're witnessing bits. Yeah. this in history bitch this never happened before or since similarly like civilians going into space is a really important step on us going up to space for an afternoon which i think is the goal of a lot of people in the space industry is to allow for space tourism. So it was a really cool, uh, really cool documentary. And I appreciate JKYBYB making me go and watch it because it was a great, great watch.
2: I love this shit. And that's on YouTube, right, you?
1: Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Netflix. Oh, okay. Netflix? All right. I mean, I love said YouTube that shit. erroneously.
2: But Netflix was, do you feel like at this point of the pandemic, 19 months in or two years in or six years in or wherever we're at that you're running out <laughs> of things to watch on Netflix? Have you watched all of Netflix? Cause sometimes I feel that, um,
0: way. not so much Netflix. It's more so I've gotten more bored of video games. Cause I'm a big video game guy. And right now I'm like, I have nothing to play. Like everything's boring. <laughs> like I've played all the FIFAs. I've played all mm-hmm. the call of duties and it's like, ah, uh, that cause like, that's what a lot of my friends did. We just played like a shit ton of call of duty. In FIFA, when the pandemic hit, and now we're like bored.
2: You streaming that shit or what?
0: Uh yeah, I'm gonna be streaming the new one that drops uh, next week, FIFA 22.
2: Wanya, when was the last time you played a video game?
0: Uh well, I played games on the phone.
2: Yeah, the, I, yeah, that counts.
0: I do
1: enjoy some mobile, but I've watched Waz video game stream. Does that give me any street cred? I would
2: say so, partial street street cred. What about like an actual console game? When was the last time you played like Call of Duty or some shit like that?
1: <laughs> Waz, are you ready for this go ahead name video games and i'll tell you if i've even seen them being played i've not played call of duty i've never seen call of duty wow. continue name I, more played, games.
2: I played the first call of duty was that was the last jesus, one i played jesus yeah I, I haven't
1: played an nhl game
0: probably ever
2: i haven't played since nhl 2012
0: wow that's not bad because it kind of got worse after that
1: I don't know that I've ever held an Xbox or PlayStation controller.
2: I had a PlayStation 3. How does
1: that grab you? PlayStation 3.
2: Yeah. I was actually, Jesus. you know what? I was thinking about buying a PS5. Man, I'm so dumb. I don't know anything about video games at all. I was like, you know what? I've got some buddies that they play Call of Duty together or some shit like that. And I'm like, man, that looks kind of fun. I feel like I want to do that. And then I was like, how much is the PlayStation 5 these days anyway? 250 $300? No. I, I, I was like, wait. Seven hundred bucks, and that oh, doesn't yeah. really get you anything at all. I was like, "Oh, I would rather." I used to play s-
1: GoldenEye. I used to play GoldenEye. Oh, Eye that's Indian. a classic. That and I would always be like stuck in the corner of the room, like running into the wall, and I'm like trying to like shoot my gun, and all it's doing is like dropping my gun. Meanwhile, my buddies that I'm playing against are all like hidden in like a <laughs> that like eve of a building, and they're shooting me from four kilometers away with a sniper rifle. W- and I'm like, I don't know.
0: I will bring my video games to Nation HQ. out about that?
1: But I'm terrible at
0: them. I'll probably that's swallow okay. the B key or some that's shit. I'm
1: not great at them either. I know what one of the plans I have for swallow Juan a Jr. Maybe that's not nice to have a plan for a kid, but <laughs> I do intend on playing video games with him because I think it's something that dads and kids can do is together. It's become, actually oh, kind is, of
0: fun. Is he going to become an e-sport athlete? <laughs> Who knows, man? <laughs>
1: but think about it like... Fuck, how old are you when you start becoming the guy you're going to become? 20, 21, 22? I I bet you we can't even conceive of what the hot things are in
0: 2041. I know, that's the thing. Like Right? Like, if you told yourself at birth, like, man,
1: you'll be talking about soccer, and be people watching the other side of the world, and you're in your room, like, what the
0: fuck are we talking about? Well, it is interesting,
2: like, you're talking about just how things end up where they are, like, how old are you? was 25, 26, something like that.
0: I turned 25 in November. Like I
2: didn't get my gig with the nation. Like you got, I think I was 28 or 29 or something. So it's just interesting how you know you move into something and you're like, all oh, right, I'm gonna be because I used to work for a big company it was. I don't know if I ever told you that. And I was I was living the dream from the 1940s, kind of working my way up and the pension yeah. and all that shit. And then you're just like, No, that's not that ain't it. That ain't it. So it's just it's interesting how sometimes it just takes a left. Your life yeah, does that.
0: It is crazy, honestly. So I mean, I, I originally, when I was doing radio and television, I was thought that I was going to be producing commercials on the radio. That's Oh, what you I did was. radio and TV?
1: Where at Nate?
0: Yeah. And like, I got, I, I got really big into radio production, making commercials and shit. And then after Nate, I couldn't really find a job after that and somehow landed in social media.
2: That was like me. I took marketing at Nate because I thought I was going to write commercials and like write advertising campaigns. And they're like, no, no, no. You're going to probably have to move to Toronto for that. I was like, oh, so what am I going to do? They're like, you're going to be a sales rep. I'm like, I don't want to do that. And that's what I did was I sold. Have you ever been driven past a uh, a car dealership and there's a big fucking gorilla on the roof? Yeah. I used to sell those things very poorly. Oh. I would be like calling companies up and I'd be like, would you like to buy a giant gorilla? That's actually interesting. Like, Absolutely not. And I was like, all right then. And then just move along. I'm not a sales guy. Like if you follow Jared, watch him on a sales call. It's just, that's not me.
0: You know? Like I don't know I thought I I'm with you. Like, boss. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I was like really good at making commercials and shit. Nate and I got really good marks. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll do this for the rest of my life. And then I got an internship at uh Rogers media here in the city. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> the, the guys there were like, yeah, you're not really good at this. They're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, interesting they're like, news. Thank you. And I'm like, oh, so kind of told, was like brought my ego down a bit. I was like, oh, shit. Okay.
2: No, it doesn't bring your ego down. Ordering from DoorDash was if you get the DoorDash app and you use the promo code real life DD real life DD that will get you 25% off and no delivery fee on your first order. Real life DD 25% off no delivery fee was you can get yourself a nice little snack the weekend. You know, it's Thursday. Who needs to cook? DoorDash is here. Ding dong,
1: not you was.
2: Not you was. Ding dong.
1: That was a great ad read. You should be very good. You should go to school for that.
2: <laughs> kind of did. Kind of did. I like, I like how you're that like, I'll sense. never write
1: an ad again. And now for an ad. I just wrote off the top <laughs> of my head.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I was going to be like working for, you know, fucking Pepsi or something, writing ads, doing things. The
1: that minute was. bag milk popped up on Oilers Nation was as one of the first, I think the first real human being commenting on the site until wow. that point That's it was scary. all me and Jay talking to each other
2: did I ever tell you that was like how the con like how it all started Where yeah, you mentioned where it's basically Wanye and Jay talking to each other as varying fake people just to create the illusion of traffic and it sucked me in like a sucker just an absolute tractor beam in I loved it
1: I remember saying to Jay there's a real guy on the site he's like what do you mean? It's not one of your guys, Michael. Like, well, it's not one of your guys, but you weren't bad milk. What were you at that
2: point? I wish I could remember. I tried to go back into the comment section and like into the comment system in the back end to find out mm. some of my
0: first posts, but this is like I couldn't a, find it. This, this episode's like the history of Oilers Nation. It's great. It could be. If you have it's, any questions, it's great. you're welcome
1: to ask. I wouldn't answer any of them normally, but you can ask. Me
2: <laughs> yeah, I wish I could remember, but I guarantee it was probably like Oilers Guide 12 or some shit like that. I have no idea.
1: I had different personalities for the different people that posted as, that I posted as, and I'd be like, Ooh, I wonder what that guy's going to think. And one of the guys was Tony Romo. That was his name. And Tony (laughs) Romo was a real dick. And he was always against things. And then everybody was like, Tony Romo, get out of here. Nobody likes you. And then I wouldn't post as him for a while and then celebrate with the other names that Tony Romo had not come back. And then when he would come back, we'd be like, Oh, here's Tony Romo again.
2: Weren't you also a babe?
1: Yeah. Kels Kels Kelp. Kelsey, all lower letters. I can't remember something like that. No, T- somebody oh, who
2: is like binary
0: code is like yeah, one oh one
1: one oh one one. That was just to flip the. Okay, spread, when, you, when, so you, no.
0: when you mentioned that, I thought you said, "Are you Trina's oil?" Like no, oh. no, oh no. Okay, I think I know, I know who is.
2: I think I've got an idea as well, but hmm.
1: it's, yeah. No, it's what the nation has allowed us to do in my mind, which is the real goal of the site when we started out, we've been living the Oilers' life now since two thousand seven. Like, like 24 I, hours a day, 365. I became a fan of the team. That was the fucking dream.
2: <laughs> Wait right? a minute. You became a fan of the team the year after they went to the cup run?
0: Well, it's like I, I got, I, you know, I fell in love with the team, like, during the 06 cup run. But that's, like, when I first really started following hockey it was, like, 2007-08. <laughs>
2: and then just hmm. great times ever since. Just yeah. Fun, fun, fun.
0: I, I love following the, the likes of Ryan Jones and Grebishkov and...
2: Well, I do find it interesting because you're doing the countdown for us on uh, on the Oilers yeah. Nation Instagram, and I like seeing which players you you take. Yeah. The other day it was Ryan Jones, and I find it interesting just to see which players Waz picks because you're not nearly as evil as I am when I do that countdown.
0: Well, yeah, it's also because I, I don't know some of these players as well as you do, and sometimes finding a picture of them just wearing a jersey can be hard. <laughs>
2: Wanye, did uh, did our boy ever see that we used his his name
1: for Dan Sandwith? Yeah, damn right.
2: Was he my brother in law
1: is boy's watch. I, I like it's that. That was fun. fun. That's that was fun. Dan Sandwich, right? I
0: saw the comments on Facebook like, who who's this guy? Yeah,
1: he's a good guy, and he lives in Edmonton, and he lives in Toronto part time, and he loves Oilers Nation, and he's a former Oiler. Like, if you wore the jersey, you're a former Oiler. Oh, and yeah. anyone lipping you off on Instagram or on Twitter or wherever no. the fuck you are, At this you point, are I just don't care. Oh, no, but I yeah, just laugh, yeah. right? Because, like, this motherfucker not only got in the league, I think he fought LaRocque. So, anyways, Yikes. he's number 38, right? Is that right? Yep. I A- think so. And yeah. we always use Jeff Delorier, right?
2: Or something like that. Yeah.
1: And Jeff Delorier and Tran are friends. And so, every year when they put up Jeff instead of Tran, he texts them and says, Got you again, right? So then my brother-in-law last year was like, you have to put him up for 38 days remaining. But then I forgot because, you know, life. And then he was like, you don't understand. This is a real beef between these two guys. So we did it this year. Sandwith was up. Victory for all. Jesus. I love that.
2: But was normally what I do is I get really evil and yeah, you it,
0: mentioned like, that ninety-seven
1: wow. days
2: until the season starts instead of putting Connor. I'll put like Simeon Rice from the two thousand four Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something like that. Just because I like to I like to troll sometimes, Was.
0: Yeah, I missed out on putting on like a ninety-seven because I don't know when we started. We started we didn't like, know. Yeah. We just so. didn't know. We just saw yeah. the date, like, okay, we'll start now. Hmm. So
2: that's pandemic living though, Waz. You yeah. gotta bob you gotta bob and weave every now and then.
1: gotta shake and bake.
0: I know. Just
2: like
1: shaking and bacon, where the fuck did your M-chuck go? What is he, Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL? How did that oh, work?
0: Well, it looks like that's his goal now in life, to become the commissioner of the NHL. The funny One part, part he's about here Tyler. giving us shit, and the next thing you know, he's at the bloody NHL thingy.
2: I think the funny <laughs> thing about Tyler doing this NHL thing in Chicago with dailyfaceoff.com is that Tyler, in my opinion, has picked up a lot of J-isms. The teasing, the hard teasing, and then never giving an indication oh. of when it's going to come out, like the news, is very, very funny to me. So Tyler's like, who knows where I'm going to go? And then Sarah Volley kind of comments on it. And everybody's like, oh, it's a daily face-off? It's daily face-off, isn't it? <laughs> and then Tyler's like, man, people know it's daily face-off, but I'm just going to keep it running until I'm in Chicago anyway. You're like, okay, buddy.
1: One of the All funnest, right. meanest things on the internet is the, the reveal that never comes. Because, like, the the hardcore guys are like, hey, I'm paying attention. Where the fuck are you? And Jay's like, this is the best. I love not telling
2: (laughs) 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 I also love that avoid the grind is turning into a thing with Tyler now where he's just on endless vacation no matter where he's at. Even though he's working right now in Chicago interviewing players like Nathan McKinnon and asking about food and stuff, still avoid the grind. Good for you, Room
1: Chuck. He'll get pissed when I tell the story, but, you know, frankly, I don't care. He's like, hey, uh, just just to let you know – like, we are uh, we got a really good deal on, like, where the rest of the media are staying in Chicago. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, do you care? I'm like, well, firstly, you're MJ, you know damn well I don't make any decisions around here. So I don't know why the fuck you're asking me. Number two, I am on your side over that of the company. If you're staying somewhere, gangster, send these fucking idiots the bill, even though I'm the idiot. He's like, we're staying at the Ritz-Carlton. You're staying at the Whoa. Ritz-Carlton? Yeah. Frank Savalli, one room over from you, at the Ritz Carlton. Yeah, like you should fucking retire, man. You should just shut her down. It's all down here. I'm assuming like, this sure a don't very
0: fancy hotel. I don't know much. He's about like, don't hotels. tell anyone. Make sure. I'm like, oh, I won't.
2: It's basically it was It's basically it'll go. Saravalli, Valley, your Beyonce. That's where he's yeah. at.
1: Yeah, Jesus. the Sultan of Brunei. <laughs> the guy who invented the typewriter. Your
2: Kanye West, because they're in yeah. Chicago. Truth. Yeah, and Barack Truth. Obama's on the floor immediately on top of him. Yeah,
1: the only safe place in Chicago is the lobby of the Ritz-Carlton. Right the rest <laughs> is just wow. Lord of the Flies. So when he comes back, I was like, man, like steal me a pen or a fucking Yeah, like a robe
2: or, or something, like some, some some monogram, that'd be real nice. My I'm a fl- big pen guy too, yeah. so I'm going to text him right now mm-hmm. and be like, I want mm-hmm. one of them sweet pens. No, are going to have to make it. sure his flip fucking it. head flits through the door of the plane to get home.
1: Flip it and say, "I heard you got denied to stay in a good hotel." Ha ha ha! You suck.
2: All right, I'll text him with right one now. of those. I'll and then text he'll be him like, right
1: "What do you mean?" Be like, "I heard that you wanted to stay in a nice hotel and you were told no. You're a bum."
2: Let's see if he responds on, so that I can read it on the podcast. Oh, he'll big league.
1: He won't respond.
0: Just send him to the Holiday Inn.
1: oh uh, you know this what? The other Oilers paradox was: we detest your Remchuk, but we also recognize he is a true talent.
2: Mm, we love you, Remchuk, but we also hate him deep hate to him. his core. Wow, yeah, it sounds like my friends. Because you know what? Oh yeah, Tyler's already started big timing me. He doesn't. He no longer responds to me on Twitter. He just likes things. That's all he does now.
1: Ego. Mark my words. He's gonna get too big for this show. Got the ego. That's yep. the only way I could get rid of him. Truth be told, was, I didn't want know. him to be. Didn't want him to be on the show. You right? know,
0: he'll be in a Drake music video, so he'll be just in the background, just there, just, just chilling, you know. Didn't want him on the
1: show, and I was like, how are we going to get rid of your M-Chuck? And Bagmo's like, why don't we help his career blow up? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, then he can't be here. That's such a good fucking idea. And so Mm -hmm. we had to send him to the Ritz-Carlton to get him off the show this week. So that's no joke. Like That's tough to beat.
2: Man. Fucking Ritz-Carlton. That and unlike the uh, the Moose Jaw Inn or wherever, I got to stay on my first work trip to the nation. Uh, uh, that's
1: why you got to retire now. Like, go out on top. The Ritz yeah, Carlton. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: yeah. He's staying at Circus Circus next time we go to Vegas. I'll tell you that
1: much. He's uh, staying in old Fremont.
2: <laughs> you know what? I, I keep pushing for us to stay on Fremont. I love the Golden Nugget. It's just hilarious to me. Never going to happen because everybody's too bougie these days. And old bag milk likes free and booze on Fremont, but you know what? It is what it is. We went to
1: Vegas one time and we stayed like in like a normal hotel, not near the strip, not near Fremont, not near anything. And it was so bizarre. Well, yeah. I was just like staying like a days in or some shit, but there was like one slot machine in the lobby. They're like, ah, still Vegas. And you come home from a night of debauchery and losing your money and like all the sadness of Las Vegas but then you don't wake up on the strip with the splendor. Cause like if you fuck your life in Vegas, but you like look out the window, you're like, my, that's a beautiful view, right? Like there's kind of like a budgeting thing you can make work in your mind. But when you're sleeping in a day's in like four (laughs) kilometers from the strip, you're like, "We're saying it.
2: I want to stay in one of those hotels that you, as you're coming into Vegas, like if you drove over the Hoover dam or whatever, and it's the 99 cent shrimp cocktails with your, with your first spin at one of the slots, the ones that are way outside of town.
1: One time we went on a trip And is this dude predates you, so we're just old people telling stories. But Josh Brown, longtime friend of the nation, predecessor to Sales Jared, was our boy Josh, and he's from Australia, and he was an AFL player, right? He came to live with us, and his twin brother lived with us prior to that when he retired. So they were like the sedines of the AFL playing in Brisbane, and then Sam retired and came and lived with Jay and I and the Edmonton crew. And then uh, Josh came after. And so lots of people were like, hey, good to see you, Sam. He's like, I'm not Sam. I'm his twin brother, Josh. They're like, oh, really? There's twin AFL players that both happen to live at Wanye Manor? In fact, yes, there were two.
0: Warnier what was Manor, the point
1: like of this him. story? What were we talking about before, Josh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas. Some of our ah, hotels. Hotels, of course. There's it is. We went yes. on a tour. We met him on a kentucky You know what Kentiki is? I don't think so, actually. Like a bus trip tour. So you you go on a bus trip and everyone's like, you're going to be best friends with everybody on this trip. And Jay and I were like, the fuck we will. Especially (laughs) all those muscly Australians at the back of the bus. They can fuck right off. You can bet that. Love Australians. Turns out, some of our best friends in the world. So we go on this trip and we go around and it's 23 days of mayhem. And we get to the end and we're staying at a hostel in London. And it's like expensive and the bathroom's down the hall. And we just came off a stinky bus trip and jay goes i'm gonna go and see the sites i'll be back in a bit and he comes back and he sits down the bed and it was like a caveman discovering that there's fire he's like have you guys ever heard of a trip discount website and this is like 2009 and we're like uh no and he's like i don't know if it's a scam but i found us a hotel room in amsterdam that's a five-star hotel oh, cheaper wow. than this hostel we're like Cheaper than the hostel. How the flying fuck does this work? Going, like, I don't know, but I booked it. So it was cheaper for us to fly from London to Amsterdam. And this is the only time I've ever stayed in a nice hotel in my life, right? Was in Amsterdam because it was cheaper than a hostel. And it was so funny because, like, we get in and we're just like gross from the road and all this shit. And we go and look, and the mini-bar's free. And none of us can believe the mini bars is free. We're like wild animals. We just take everything out, keep it, keep it, keep it, right? There was a Certificate for a free massage oh. at the hotel spa because the hotel is so nice they just include it and it was ninety nine bucks to stay there. The point of this story, if he's having one tenth the fun, Josh Brown and I had in Amsterdam in a nice hotel right now while you're in check. the well, time of his that. life.
0: Free massages, mini Coke bottles as far as the eye can see. I've heard Amsterdam is a very fun place. The Netherlands, they know how to have fun there. So, <laughs> well, it's no
1: NHL media
0: availability with Mason That's but we make it work. Uh, we make
2: it. Win. Uh, your Remchuk update. I just heard back from him. All I got was a haha. He's big timing me already. Yeah, he's more fucking. I brought guys, him into Oilers Nation, and now he's big timing me.
0: The guy's like, I'm, a, I'm with Remchuk Sidney Crosby right dig. now. I'm with Crosby and Ovechkin. Who are you? This must be how
1: Matthew <laughs> Knowles felt when Beyonce grew up. Hmm.
0: You know
2: what? With your Remchuk, I brought him into the fucking network, and now I'm take so him much. out.
1: Take him out. How did I get to
2: brother.
1: be Solange? Bullshit. Solange actually has a couple decent indie albums. I feel bad for Solange because she's kind of like uh, Keith Gretzky, right? If she was anybody else, Jeez. she'd have made a go of it. It was just being Beyonce's sister is too much to bear.
0: Or was it... Uh, who's it who Danbury signed? One of the Gretzkys. Brent Gretzky. Yeah. Brent Gretzky. Yeah. yeah.
1: That was a good story, man. I really... like. It's obviously a dollar late and we're yeah. doing this already but like that was a pretty good documentary and it wasn't what i thought it would be i thought i was gonna be like this guy's a goof but actually i found that aj fellow quite endearing it's good when you give a gangster executive producer status on yeah. his own documentary because you see the truth right you see the truth he wants you to know he's not a bad guy his dad sat at a desk in an abandoned warehouse and explained to us he's no angel. well I, I, that's all i need to hear
0: Honestly, the only thing I cared about was the ties in with like the Sopranos because I was been recently just like watching that. I'm on season mm. six finally, oh, so yeah. oh shit, okay. And they're they're releasing a prequel uh, movie to the Sopranos soon here too as well. So did you I know love- that he asked Drake asked him for a jersey
1: and he gave Drake his jersey? Yeah, yeah.
0: It reminded me in a way
2: of how his dad bought him a hockey team when he was seventeen. And Wanya, did you see this Birdman just bought his kid a like a wing place for his sixteenth birthday?
1: A wing, re- like a restaurant?
2: Yeah, A restaurant. He's like, you a boss now, baby, or something like that. And I was just like, fuck yeah! All right. Birdman not, Brian, Gingham. not Birdman. Sorry, I, I fucked it up. Rick Ross. Rick Ross bought his oh, Rick Ross. Wow. Rick Ross bought his kid a, a wing restaurant.
1: Yeah, uh, he's a Wingstop master franchisee, so he's like a brand ambassador.
2: Well, now his kid, his 16 year old kid has got a wing stop and you was, if you're lucky and you use the promo code nation 15 at twigandberries.ca, you will get 15% off your order. Whether you're looking for some nutsack underwear or their new ODR line that came out or anything in between our friends at twig and berries are there to make you look as sexy as possible. Was again, the promo code is nation 15 twig and or if you want to check them out in person, they've got their shop out in St. Albert mm. twig and berries. We love you.
1: You don't think Wanya Jr. is going to want an oodle noodle on his 16th birthday, do you?
2: Buddy, absolutely.
1: I'll be like, you don't know how to run a restaurant? What the fuck? And you're like, Rick Ross's kid got a wing stobble. Like, well, Rick Ross's kid goes home whenever there's trouble. You don't know yeah. how to make that noise. We don't have the management structure.
0: You would need to be working this oodle noodle morning, noon, just, and night. Uh, and
1: frankly, you don't have it. in.
0: Just tell Wanya Jr. he gets to hang out with your m check.
2: No, you're never going to hang out with your Ramchuck. Your Ramchuk's going (laughs) to be too too cool. Yeah, Wanya Jr. is going to
1: flex on your Ramchuck in 20 years. And he'll be like, oh, really? You think you're the best? I, in fact, am the best. You old shit. And I'll be like, your Ramchuck is so old, Wanya Jr. Well said.
2: Yeah. And he'll be like, welcome to my multiple Oodle Noodle franchises, your Ramchuck. Where were you at the Ritz-Carlton in 2021?
1: If you are a dick about being young, you will get served by the youth when you're no longer young.
3: It's true. Yeah.
2: Unless Believe you uh, do what I did was and you make a deal with Satan. So you just always look young. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, when I first met you, I thought you were a big gamer. You, you, you get big gamer vibes. Oh. I won't lie.
2: I wish I, I wish I was a gamer. Seems like, like I'd be good at it. What game was you played? Oh, you know what? Something where I'm like on a mission, maybe some yeah. kind of heists. If I had a yeah. sword, that would be ideal. Like World
0: of Warcraft, Grand Theft Auto kind of thing.
2: yeah world uh grand theft auto is honestly probably the last video game i've played so yeah maybe something like that you know i could steal some cars and like do some missions run some people over get the military after me i can see it
1: get the military
2: after you yeah just got to collect all them stars, baby. You got
1: to do that. Oh, in the game. In the yeah.
2: game. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not like, in real. Damn, life. Baby. that
1: shit out loud?
2: I would cower in fear if the military came after me. Actually, no, I would cower in fear if like a crow came after me. So I don't need any of this.
1: Was- We're learning a lot, Waz. This is a really know, good No, this show. is great. I love this. Mm-hmm. Ask, Ask us a... other questions. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's do an on-air AMA. Hmm. Except my name. I should, I should prepare for this. Goddamn. Well, you think I mean, bag milk will keep riffing. Yep. Bag milk. Yes, sir. When you were watching that documentary on the trashers, mm-hmm. did you find that it was actually like a good name, good branding? Like I didn't see a lot of mistakes they were making. Bringing in Brent Gretzky was also quite smart.
2: I loved the idea of mixing wrestling with hockey and yeah. I thought he had a vision. Uh, aj galante that is and i thought he had a vision and he executed it i mean if you're telling me that an oilers game wouldn't be a lot more fun with the section 102 then you're out of your fucking mind
1: oh i fully agree with that
2: it's just like
1: wise you love
2: football oh yeah the chance and all that shit that they bring into the environment to actually create an environment is so desperately needed here in edmonton and as i was watching the thing with the danbury trashers it's just like Man, so much of this would translate to this city oh, where we love the Oilers so much, but they need to do it. They need to like encourage that kind of maybe not the outright shenanigans or a little bit of shenanigans, a little bit. You, you can know, have major shenanigans. league wow.
0: shenanigans. They don't have to be Bush league shenanigans. I, I don't must, see yeah, it. exactly. Well, in soccer, you know, they'll, they'll be like tossing out flares and stuff like in crazy cities.
2: Yeah, we don't need to toss out flares, was but like somewhere <laughs> between sitting in silence and tossing flares. Yeah. Like we need to land somewhere in the middle of that.
0: When we wore the uh,
1: Matthew Kachuk turtle costumes to the game in 2019, and I was doing the running man as a turtle in front of a group of cheering kids in the concourse, I can tell you that Oilers fans would like it to be more
0: entertaining. I can tell you that. 100 like, Even when I go to games, I feel like they, they, they can be a bit louder.
2: There's nothing worse than being in an Oilers game and something's happening or it's like, maybe it's a Friday or Saturday night and you had a couple of cocktails and then people are shushing you.
1: Oh, when yeah. Larkin came to
0: town, the big mountain of a fin. Oh my God. That reminds he... me of the, cause go ahead. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I remember, uh, cause what well, was on radio, You Tom, like favorite or their moments. Right. Yeah. And I, I've had, I have a huge list of them. i don't do a bunch of like crazy moments. Uh, I was like the final game of Rex place. And I thought my section would have been louder but next thing you know, I have like a bunch of the older wives and girlfriends sitting in front of me, and like a bunch of rich guys as well, because I'm in like a really expensive uh, seat. And um, no one's cheering. Like everyone's just no. quiet. and Like this is the last game at Rexall Place. Why is no one getting loud?
2: If you're a Rexall Place, it's gallery or bust. No, yeah, no, opinion.
0: honestly, it, that's true. So if you're ever sitting in the lower bowl of you know Rexall Place back then, it's it's not it's not fun.
1: When Larvenin came from Finland, he said, I love going to Oilers games. It's so relaxing, like going to a spa. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, oh, no.
2: But the thing with Willarvenin was there was a group of 50 Finns, and you would be watching the game on TV, and you could hear them coming oh, through no on question. The TV. That's a small chunk of an arena full of people, and they created an environment that was completely different. So a full section of people, a section 102 back to the Danbury Trashers, be amazing. It would be amazing.
1: I don't it's think needed. it would be that hard to get a lower level team atmosphere rocket to the point that it would be like one of the fun things to do in town. Oh yeah. There's some real base components of a really fun time going to sporting events. And I think have been lost in the era of commercialization, right? Like back mm-hmm. in the day, you would go to games for cheap food and booze. That was part of the appeal. Like yep. why would you go to a baseball game? Cheap booze. Right. Yeah, And now like, Everything that shouldn't be where you make your money on concession. Yeah. That should well, you be mean, like the Atlanta Falcons. Everything's like a quarter in the game. Yeah. It's like the masters, right? And like yeah. people love that shit.
2: Of course. I
1: of mean, course. you mentioned
0: like section 102 and how we like I know in soccer, like they have designated sections like called supporter sections for the loud fans. So it's like, why can't we have that at hockey games?
1: Well, Waz, if only we knew of a really well-accepted fan organization that threw <laughs> its weight around and was always pulled I know. off by the local team. <laughs> they aren't interested.
0: Yeah, one day. We've, we have tried.
1: Home. We will never stop trying. Every year we get bigger. That's what she said. We will come back every fall. I think a nation section would be sick.
0: We'll
2: tell Waz about the nation section. I don't know if he's ever heard about it.
0: I don't know how I, much I, I can I, say I without think, the Oilers. I, I think Jay's told me about it. So... But, you know, once once that nation TikTok gets to, like, 100K, 1,000 followers, they're going to have to take notice. That's the goal. Oh, they know
1: who we are. Walt. Oh, they know, they they fucking, know who we no, are. I know. I'm just saying. I was told specifically within the last 48 hours that a certain high-ranking member of the OEG hates, with a capital H, Oilers Nation, and it made me so happy I did a jig. <laughs> I did a jig, like an old-time prospector with a pickaxe on my shoulder, just hit the mother load down by the screen jig. That was the jig I did.
2: Can you picture it? Was cuffs in the bottom of his jeans rolled up, Mm -hmm. no shoes, clicking my
1: heels
0: together, going like a goblin. Am I going to get attacked if I go to an Oilers game? They're just going to come at me. Like, no, you can't be in here. The whole idea
1: behind Oilers Nation was: there's all this shit they should be doing. Let's just do it ourselves. Yeah,
2: that really is the end of it. Yeah. When when you back it up to when I found Oilers Nation was, it was probably 2008 when I found it. I just thought it was such a unique, a unique way of covering the team. It was very like back in those days, it was a lot of Wanye articles and he would draw little pictures on it. Like early Perez Hilton stuff. And early I was memes
1: a, too. Like I was actually memes, putting yeah. captions on photos and shit.
2: Yeah. It was just a way more interesting way of consuming Oilers content because I don't, I'm not the kind of person that particularly cares about just. I was on the road, and this is what so and so said after the game, and blah blah blah. I want to know what fans thought. I want to well, want to be like sitting in a basement talking with my buddies about the game, yeah. not having somebody speak at me about what's happening. And that's why it's very, is.
1: it's very nationy to be having a podcast like ours with zero structure and this, that, and the other. Then suddenly, I like the, it. The I producers with frank sarah valley in <laughs> chicago you're like wow you're really underutilizing your rem when he's on your show aren't you
2: and he yes. won't even get me a pen from the fucking ritz carlton this oh, guy come
1: on your Rem
0: well i think the coolest part about the nation is like how much of a presence you guys have on twitter yeah that's how i found you guys the twitter was always fun to follow that's in- baby he built that shit from the ground up
2: I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you for saying that. Uh, I'm looking forward to was when you actually, I know you got to go to the golf tournament that was kind of your first taste, but like when things normalize, whenever that'll be, when we actually get back to doing nation stuff like events and you can actually see the machine at work yeah. and all the citizens of the nation that show up in gear and show up in hats. And like, now that you work with us, I guarantee next time you go to an Oilers game, you'll look around and you'll be like, Fuck, there's a nation hat that guy's wearing a t-shirt that guy's wearing a hoodie that guy's wearing a hat like it's just it's everywhere and it's fun this as could be fun. why
1: the senior member of the oeg doesn't like us because he goes to the games and goes fuck there's a hat fuck there's a shirt <laughs> click your heels
0: the best. Wearing one of the shirts right now dynamic Too, man. yeah, yeah. yeah. that's to kennedy it's good stuff my sister tried to tell me
1: the other day that my wardrobe is lacking due to the pandemic and she said you shouldn't wear nation gear that's over five years old.
2: How dare she?
1: That's what I said. I was like, but some of our best shirts. She's like, when you wear a shirt that has an out-of-date date on it, you look like a chump.
2: No, 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 I disagree. No, I
1: disagree. This shirt's a nation twenty two thousand seventeen shirt,
0: right? It's a great shirt. It's good. Yeah. I don't. I don't really see any issues. It's like wearing an old yeah. Oilers jersey. It's like, yeah, man.
2: Well, to this point, though. The thing I like about it, where I'll disagree with your sister, is when somebody rolls into a party wearing a shirt that's like maybe the uh, sad since 07 baseball tee, you'll yes. be like, man, you've been around a minute. Yes. Or Travis Dakin, friend of everybody, wearing his squee tee. Yes. Like, you've been around a minute.
1: I have. Jeez. Uh, I've like, it, it got kept, kept getting downgraded from shirt I'll wear to shirt I'll wear at home to shirt I'll wear to the gym to I don't go to the gym anymore, but I'll use it as a rag. I have. I bought it at an Edmonton Capitals game for $7, a Taylor Hall draft year T-shirt. And it doesn't even say we drafted Taylor Hall. It just says like, <laughs> entry draft, 2010. I wow. hope, question mark. That's one of my favorite shirts. Because people who know, look at it, they're like, holy fuck, that's crazy old. I'm like, mm. And it wasn't even a good shirt to begin with. Also true. If it's I a conversation it. starter
2: if I had it in my closet, I would show was the first nation gear tee I ever got. You gave me at a party at Hudson's in West Edmonton mall. The gray teeth one. The, yeah. It had its gray shirt with, a, with teeth on the front with one broken out. And that's a, it's a dope shirt. It's just like, I was like, wow, you guys have clothes. Cool. But that thing, you know, that thing's a hundred years old at this point. It's all like, it basically stands on its own.
1: You know, don't wear that in front of my sister's tell you off.
2: Well, I'll wear it specifically around her next time I see her.
1: How long until we're all mingling freely with one another? Like, will you guys go to Oilers games this year? I'll try. 100%. Yeah, percent.
2: I I'll, I would I'll love... watch games with you at Nation HQ, one day.
0: Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I, I want to watch games with people that are not my dad. No, nothing against my dad. Is... No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. That's fair. <laughs> so, if old Wanye Junior had a shot, I'd be living a different life right now. But yeah. when we
1: when he was born, so he's almost a year old, and so the pregnancy and all that was like through the pandemic, which was a very stressful time. It's like, I couldn't go to the doctor and blah, blah, blah. I had to go in on the iPad and they're just like, you have to treat this as though if your little baby gets sick, it's going to be a real bad problem. And you are the dad, the doctor like locked eyes with me. And he's like, you have to keep your son safe. That's why no one ever sees me in the pandemic.
2: <laughs> Pretty easy though. You know, it's, it's, it's an easy sacrifice to make in my opinion, go to a weather's game, hang out with Wanya Junior. Yeah, if Matthew Knowles
1: had given Beyonce the plague, would he be enjoying his 10% manager's tithe right now? I yep. doubt it.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep. If all they had was Tito, you
1: know. Juan Jr. could be running a wing stop on his 16th. Birthday. I mean, like, I mean, there's yeah. really no
0: limit. If someone's going to offer me free tickets, so I'm going 100%. But like. You should go. Oh, yeah.
2: And take a bunch of photos for social. I'd oh, be yeah. happy for you.
0: That's why I want to go to the first game back at Rogers. I don't know how much those tickets are going to be, but I really want to go to that game just to create Probably content. A penny. I bet like, you this
1: shit ain't going to be full all year, man. Oh, no. So yeah, like the end of the pandemic, like January, February, March of 2020, was some of the lowest attended Modern Oilers games I've ever seen. Totally. And, and now uh, there's like a real reason not to go.
2: So... This is from Elliot Friedman earlier today. uh, Bill Daly spoke at the thing in uh, Chicago. So partial capacity in Montreal and Vancouver. Not sure yet about Leafs games, but they're going full capacity in Alberta and Manitoba. So whether or not the building is actually full remains to be seen, but the Oilers and Flames are expecting full bars.
1: I do have a full-on hazmat suit that I owned prior to the pandemic for reasons I won't get into right now was considered a full body. condom. Perhaps I need to put a nation sticker on that and attend the game as though it's the movie outbreak. Hmm.
2: Well, since you're talking about full body condoms, that's my opportunity to tell you about manscaped, right? Mm. Right now, if you use the promo code real life, real life, that gets you 20% off and free shipping lawnmower 4.0 is out. It's got a light on it, no clip or no cut blades. It's everything you need. Keep yourself neat and tidy heading into a new season. If yeah, you
1: bro. have a 3.0, was, you need to throw I do. shit in the garbage. I got both. Yeah. Nope. You got to get rid of the 3.0. You got to run the 4.0. Don't even recycle the 3.0. It's so inferior. Just get the 4.0 and live your life with perfectly tri- trimmed pubes. Yep. That's if a- you've
2: got the 3.0 or the 4.0, I recommend that you send pictures of your tasteful, of course, of your perfectly trimmed pubes to tyler tyleratweathersnation.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t-
1: subject line, Rich Carlton refund denied. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are not being reimbursed for this, Tyler. We told you the most. That's right. Six.
1: Outrageous.
2: Unbelievable. I won't even Outrageous. get me what, else, what other questions you got, Walsh? Yeah,
0: so,
3: yeah.
0: Jeez. See, I'm always bad when I'm on the spot. When someone puts me on the spot, I'm, t- I'm tough at like, answering stuff, so... So like if it comes to mind, I ask. It's well, like, that's oh. fair. Yeah. But.
1: Well, I have a question for you, Bagno. Go ahead, buddy. What is keeping you awake when you think about the 2021-2022 Oilers season? What are you worried about?
2: Uh, nothing to do with the team, Really? Really. Yeah, no, like I don't think games will get shut down or anything like we had last, last or oh, two oh, seasons oh, ago. Oh. But like that's where my brain goes. That's what, what about like, hockey
1: stuff? Like I look at our goaltending and I yeah smile, 100%. but I'm actually crying on the inside. You know how that goes
2: goaltending that's- for sure would be my concern. Like first of all, Mike Smith had an amazing season last year. However i woke up with a sore back today at 36 he's turning 39 i don't even know how he's playing a sport at this at this stage so i'm worried about him doing what he did last year and miko koskinen's still here so that's a concern he's not fucking going anywhere but at the same point it's all we got you know you got to play the the cards you've been dealt in this case and i don't know how good our cards necessarily are
0: i do like we're Go ahead. As I, saying, I do like how the nation, we try to keep a uh, uh, positive outlook on things. Though they're, they're not the greatest. I try my best on the, uh, on the nation TikTok, but sometimes it's fun to make a meme out of like, oh, Koskinen or it's just, just you know, a joke. You can but... mock
1: the Oilers, Boaz, but it has to be funny. You I, like just, I, like you just I like that. I like that. You can't just chime in with all yes. the yes. negative shitheads. Yes.
3: Because...
2: I would say there's a difference between mocking the Oilers and just being
1: mean. Yes. And
2: we never want to be mean. Mocking's fun. No one's better at making fun of the Oilers than the Oilers fans. But like being mean is it's something else entirely.
1: Yeah, like I don't think that any player for the Oilers sucks, quote unquote, right? Yeah, and I think the 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 average fan sitting on their couch screaming, "You suck <laughs> at anybody!" It's like. Trans sandwich. Trans sandwich does not suck, you dipshit. He's played in the NHL. (laughs) Exactly. Let's get our dicks out. Like he did it. So it's just
2: that meme, you know, it is. It's the guy covered in crumbs being like, this Victoria's Secret model is ugly, you know? Exactly. She really let herself go. Yeah. Just relax. relax.
1: Having said that, you know, like the other day, I said, "Tell me," because Carolyn's vet said, "Tell me what I should be looking forward to in the season." And everybody was like giving her really nice answers, right? And I was like, "Tell me what I should be looking forward to in the season." Like I heard Koskinen's worked on his glove hand so much; it's been upgraded to very, very shaky for yes. the coming season. And people were hitting me up, but some of those comments actually scared me, right? Like it is terrifying that, like, is Larson ever coming back? No, ever have they said this, Adam Larson?
0: Sorry, not Larsen. Uh, not.
2: Oh yeah, Clevbon. I
0: think know. I think Adam Larson just does not like us anymore. That's <laughs> no, no Larson. We know is a Kraken. I meant Clefbaum, Sorry.
2: I default to Gregor on on bomb, and he says he would be shocked if he comes back. So I'll just I'll I again I default to Gregor. Yeah,
1: yeah. Fuck. When you look back at like having Vishnovsky a long time ago, wanting to leave. Right. I remember And that. trading for Ryan Whitney, who came in to be the quarterback, and obviously his two club feet didn't allow for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been getting fucked around on our defensive line for so long by no fault of the actual Oilers.
2: And like, well, I mean, I would, I would throw the Sheldon Surrey one in there. I was going to think it's
1: Sheldon Surrey as well. Yeah. Uh, we sent him to the minors, though, and said, fuck you. Like, that isn't necessarily a tragedy.
2: There's... No, but I mean, like, he was a player that we didn't get anything for. And it was just kind of like another. Another instance of just, well, what the fuck, man?
3: You know?
0: This is why they can't... I was going to say, I remember we were all hyped for uh, Justin Schultz. Well, see, again, though, like... was unreal, though. Dirty fuck.
2: That was one where the Oilers didn't put him in a spot to succeed, you know? Like, he went to Pittsburgh and played a role that was more appropriate for his skill set and he did fine but here it was like all right justin schultz you're paying 27 minutes a night buddy you're on the first yeah.
0: he's like what
3: the
1: fuck I just you picked here. us out of all the teams assigned as a free agent we're going to show you why people don't do that shit mac t get out here and say he's going to win the north it's
2: a, it's like i've said this a million times before but we had uh tom gilbert then we had jeff petrie so we traded tom gilbert and then we had jeff petrie and then we had justin schultz so we traded jeff Petrie, and then we had Justin Schultz, and he started to suck because he was overwhelmed, and then we traded him, and then we had nobody.
0: Yeah, had so, Lattie Schmied though. Listen,
1: I was the first in line to say Jeff P- Petrie needs to leave town. I would have driven him to the airport. How wrong I was. <laughs> I don't even know why I was mad at him looking back. But at the time, I was mad at him. But I think it's because of an oil change. He had too many pairs of shoes in one episode. It really pissed yep.
0: me off. Yep. Well they bringing back oil change? Oh, my God. I heard that.
1: Yeah, Lang. I think, Zach I, I, I think
0: someone said there was a, like a photo of them recording in one of uh, um, Ken Holland's pictures. Oh no! Oh, I didn't that, watch uh, a single second of that show. Was oh, oh yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I, I mean, live
1: oil change. I don't need to watch no show giving me no false hope. Shit! Actually, I mean, that
2: I... was an Oilers Nation exclusive. Was oh Nation News Nation Network News Director Zachary Lang spoke to uh, Tom Anselmi back in. March of 2021 about bringing back oil change.
1: And it's happening. Uh,
2: his quote was, we have one of the most avid fan bases in all pro sports. And like everyone, we're looking for ways to engage and have a deeper relationship. We have a lot of content and our fans have an insatiable appetite for it. We want to get it to them and considering a new service to do that. Meaning new service meaning oil change.
1: A reboot. Ooh. That'd be really good. Yeah. You could get, you get interesting. Some- What would we call it? It can't be oil change.
2: No, no. But like, do you know they would run with the oil themed name though, of some variety?
1: Wasn't the last season of oil change called All In?
2: Something like that. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh no. It'd be like if if you were watching like Cops for four seasons was, but they didn't catch a single criminal. (laughs) yeah he's like man these cops suck (laughs) what you gonna do uh apparently get away is the fucking answer because these people aren't catching shit yeah i'll never forget when dallas aiken showed up at the airport and then his kids came and then he took like a photo on twitter where they were hugging him and they're like we're all in on edmonton that was like the screensaver of my phone even though it wasn't my family was because i was so Uh happy to be part of the aiken family
2: it's like these motherfuckers have
1: tricked me many a time and i come back every year Huzzah! Oil change is like
2: uh, Shawshank Redemption, except Andy Dufresne gets stuck in the shit pipe and (laughs) never makes his way out.
1: (laughs) And the warden fishes him out, like, yeah, with a club.
2: Yeah, the warden fishes him out by the Ugh. legs and just like beats him, and then that's the end of the movie. You're like, Yeah, he man, comes out the end of
1: the pipe, it's raining, he has his hands in the air. In the iconic scene, they pan back, and there's 40 cops, with their guns drawn to take him back to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's that was oil oil change. Change.
0: I-, I remember telling my buddy, I was like, Maybe oil change is the reason we suck. There's too much of a distraction for the players, the cameras everywhere, you know, just, they can't focus. <laughs>
2: Well, then I hope that's the case for whatever the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs yeah. one is that's kicking off here right away. All or nothing.
1: Amazon. That looks great. I think oh, that, that, that so looks good. to be like the decline of the Maple Leafs caught on film. God. I'll
2: watch it. I'm not even a Leafs fan, and I'll watch it. I was talking about it with Caroline the other day. I'm like, I, if, if they show some of their personality a little bit more, like I want to see yeah. Austin Matthews go into a fight with Bieber. That's what I want to see. If that's not in the show, then I've got a problem with it.
1: That road to the Cup show they did, where they showed uh, the Caps, they showed Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux losing his ever-loving mind. That's one of my favorite hockey memories.
0: I'm not even a cat. Oh, was that the uh, no? Was it like Road to the Winter Classic twenty, like back in 2010 or something? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, not that pet. old. But still, Bruce Boudreaux was like losing his mind in the in the locker. Oh, it was great. That was great. Yeah. Where does neck go? No one knows.
2: I don't know. if he ever had? He one. went to the
1: Barry Trot School of Neck Growth, where you just don't have one, and your shoulders connect to your skull.
2: Yeah, he's like a pumpkin. It just sprouted out of his shoulders instead of like actually growing from something. You, See, know? Well, you
1: don't need actual games to be played to have this type of genius insight into the game. His head is like a pumpkin. <laughs> when I look at the others in 21, 22, I think that if the tending holds up and somebody joins the like either it's it's like who could join the team next year, Holloway could have an impact, right?
2: Although by broken by yours truly on no the on Saturday. Surgery keeping them out until at least December. What? Dylan Holloway's got a, he got wrist surgery. So Why? on Saturday,
1: well, he had, so. I assume you were in the room when the test was made. Why did he need surgery?
2: So he had issues stemming from the NCAA and they went to correct it. And I guess it didn't heal properly or something. So. Source told me last week that he was gonna have to go in for surgery, would miss three months or so. And so I wrote about that on The Nation on Saturday and yesterday got the confirmation from the team that that wasn't indeed true. So he's missing at least three months, unfortunately. I was talking to one of my buddies.
1: They knew the people who train Holloway wherever he's going, like the Gary Roberts school of ass kickery, wherever he goes. And whoever was in charge made a point to my friend that he's an unbelievable hockey player. Like, good. he's like, if you're thinking about who's going to be a really good oiler in ten years, he said, "I've seen so many players come through my camps and stuff." It's him. Awesome. I like to hear but that. But now he has a fucked up wrist. So,
2: who knows? well, it's like welcome to Edmonton. You know, you can't show up like normally. It used to be shoulders. So actually, we might just give him a shoulder surgery while he's in there correcting the wrist, just like a preemptive thing. But um, that's good to hear. I like that. That's much better than the days of hearing about prospects. You'd be like, why the fuck did you draft him? Like,
0: Yeah. always made me
1: sad. Yeah. I am happy that they paid Darnell Nurse. I just don't think we're in any position to fuck around with defense, right? And like, there's people who have an issue with the defense and making that much money. Okay, that's great. Given the market, given the state of the Oilers D, Darnell Nurse is one of the only Oilers that answers the bell 10 times out of 10.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pay yeah, it's well. It's it's the thing is is like, is it too much money? Probably, but it's exactly like you said. The market dictated the price, and like when Varensky signed and Seth Jones and all these guys were getting huge bank. Here, it's just like, what did you think was going to happen?
1: I Turn was looking at, uh, I was looking at the San Jose Shark salary cap the other day for some reason. They've got a lot of problems, man. Oh yeah, like yeah. San got Jose. What? I forgot about Eric Carlson making that much money.
2: Yeah, Brad Burns is signed until the end of time. So like
1: <sighs> Evander Kane, like the Sharks <laughs> are in a Dude, big, Mark big in trouble, film? man.
0: Yeah, the, guy. the Yeah. Yep. Jesus. At least yep.
1: we're not the Sharks. That's the twenty-one, twenty-two motto for the oil.
3: Or the
2: Flames. Uh, just always default. At least we're not the Flames. You know?
1: They're a hard team to get excited about, the Flames. Oh,
2: the Jersey. Like, who are, are you cheering
1: for? Who that are you cheering for now? Sucks. Nobody. Yep. Goudreau, That's didn't he thing. want to leave? Didn't he say he wanted to bounce earlier in the offseason? Yeah, but
0: now they think they're going to get Eichel. So,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. That would be my dream. Come I would love
0: true. it. I would love watching it. Just Jack watching
1: Jack Eichel in a Flames jersey frowning when Connor scores on him, it might be too much. I might just turn into a beam of light and shoot into space. I'm so happy.
2: That's exactly what I was thinking. Like some people, there was, we had this conversation on Oilers Nation Radio. Are you, would you be excited about Jack Eichel as a flame? Of course, of course. Then you can see who the real daddy is in this league when he's playing Connor six times a year or whatever it is.
1: Jack Eichel playing with Taylor Hall is one of my favorite Oilers memories of the last 20 years. Because it was just so good to see them both miserable that counted as a win for us. (laughs) Jack Eichel being down in Calgary and get dunked on left and right, frowning in his little bitch face. <laughs> it kind of makes
0: me sad that the Flames are kind of crap because I, I just want to battle Alberta in the playoffs. That's all I want. And they're not helping my cause. I would like that
2: too. Yeah. The stress Thanks. would be real.
0: Yeah. But like, what was the last time we had a battle of Alberta in the playoffs? Like 91?
1: Never You're cheer. For your enemies to yeah, gain I know.
0: Strength I was just saying, I want to see this. I want to go, go to this.
1: Never cheer for your enemies to gain strength. That's an AJ Galliente quote. Oh. oh
0: wow yeah it's mm-hmm. true wow
1: he said it's in his book he, he's a fucking book jesus no nope. none of this is
0: true i lying to you. you gotta keep your head up i'm kind of gullible lies i'm kind of gullible you learn that so you can keep
2: your head on a swivel was
0: yeah in a oh. Wanye book that's oh. what we need wanya book <laughs> is a
1: pamphlet it's just That's where weird. to go get where to go get an STD test. That's my book.
2: No, man, you you don't give yourself enough credit. The Wanye book would be fascinating.
0: <laughs> it, it would, it's it would be like, tale.
2: No, but like I think what I would do it is there's a book by I'm
0: waiting for your object to have his own book then. I'd read that. Oh
2: no, it's just going to be like <laughs> I'm your Remchuk. I'm, t- I'm Tyler, your Remchuk. Fuck all of you. That's the title of his book. But a Wanye book, kind of Let like see. I have a Judd Apatow book where each chapter is about a different topic of his life, and he interviews people in that. I think a Wanye book like that would be amazingly fun to read.
3: <laughs> well. You just
2: you've done interesting shit, man. Like from bars when you were in your twenties to you know Oodle Noodle to the Nation Network and traveling and yeah. being, living in Mexico and all kinds of shit. Oh, interesting stuff.
1: A lot of vd boys a lot of sexually <laughs> transmitted diseases Car- Car- caroline she has, her,
0: uh, she has her own podcast you can tell your story on her podcast <laughs>
1: well was as the nation continues to grow and more and more real people are showing up for work every day it seems this is why your old pal Wanye recedes into the mist we don't need to be bothering carolyn's bed with anything i'm doing that's for sure she knows Connie mcdavid on a social level let's get that cracking mm-hmm.
0: that's actually oh yeah jesus
1: carolyn's Rolodex of
0: NHL players that she's friends with is insane. Yes, it is. And WWE stars, really? Oh, yeah. you should, oh, you should talk to her. But WWE, she won't stop. I don't know anybody in this thing.
2: Yeah, who knew Caroline was a big wrestling fan? I learned that when we had our team lunch. While I was at yeah, Grandpatch.
1: that's such a crazy hire for our company. That's such good luck. <laughs> that like she's just like mm, I'm moving to Edmonton for personal reasons hopefully something's there on the other end yeah you know? he's like what okay. nobody moves to Edmonton they move I mean, from well,
0: Edmonton when, when you guys started, I didn't expect to work with her or even like just call Frank Sarvalo at my co-worker I'm like oh shit I'm just doing <laughs> my TikToks
1: yeah.
2: man was there was a time when it was just Wanye, myself and Jay in an office so yeah. all of this blows my fucking mind
1: yeah like, sitting at the same desk that was oh, Bagbook's no first desk of the company. Yep. Yep. Yeah, old you got the Hemorrhoid you know Maker found... chair, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. The old, wit... yeah, darn right. It's my grandpa's desk in the Great Depression. Yeah, that was my first uh, desk. I found I... in the drawer, because it was all weirdly locked up, a Nation Media sales kit from 2012.
2: And how much has things changed since 2012?
1: You could have unlimited page views for $2,000 a month. <laughs> like, there was no ceiling to how many ad impressions you would get. I took that to Jared. I'm like, check out these rates. He's like, uh, wow, that's a different company. Get the fuck out of my office.
2: Man, it was a different company. It was totally different. First office that I was in was smelled like tires and dust. I heard about yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. This new office is splendiferous.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to going to work in the office again. That's what I'm looking forward to. You, op-
1: you kind of, yeah? Well, yeah. Well. I want to work in an office.
2: We'll see what I happens may, pending. I may go events. buy
1: a rapid yeah. testing machine bag milk.
2: Yeah, you're saying that. I think I'd be down to just chill, have a coffee downstairs and wait.
1: And just get like, it's spit. You don't have to put a Q-tip up your brain or anything like that. And then if you want to come to work, which you don't have to come to work, right? It's probably the safest place in town because you've been tested in the morning. Yeah,
2: I can enjoy a pastry while I wait. And then I was like
1: starting to get excited telling Jay this plan. I was like, maybe we don't need desks. Maybe we can get a pool table. Maybe we just get some video games. He's like, do you want people to come to work to work or just hang out with you? I'm like- yeah,
2: Hang the answer is yes to both. Of those.
1: <laughs> I just, I everybody's getting a lot of work done because they're not at work. Me especially, right? Yeah. Like I, you know me, I like to kibitz. I like to chat with the other kids in class and not yep. get my homework done. When you're at home, there's fuck all you can do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how there's just kind of like the hybrid of what happens. But I, I think the rapid test machine is cool. I, I'd be down for that. I'll get I tested. To
1: put, I don't know what you're like. How many people are allowed to gather
0: indoors right now? Is there like, rules around that shit? Ten? Or, I don't know. It's only like 10.
2: Fuck. I think they also, did they put like a stay at home order if you're not essential to the survival of business or something? Did I don't they? know, man. I think so.
1: Oh, fuck. Well, forget that plan then. Wink.
2: <laughs> I can't confirm that though. I could be just making stuff up. Last night when all this stuff was going on, I was just like, I could feel myself getting angry. So I'm like, got to check out. Here's some, They like- tricked
1: me, the dirty fucks. Because I got to watch these news shows because of the bricks and mortar businesses we do, right? I wish it was just the nation and I could just say, I don't care, I'm on computers. But, like, we got to know these dining restrictions. Yeah. And they come out and they're like, no indoor dining. And, like, I'm texting people. I'm getting new tents ordered for Riverdale. Like, I'm fucking moving. And they're like, psych, just kidding. You can't indoor dine. But you have to wear two condoms and a mask. Like, fuck. What is it? (laughs) Shandro, you tricky prick.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yep, The not-a-vaccine-passport uh, not a, vac- not a vaccine passport, uh, program that they're running is quite God. interesting.
1: Boy, before the pandemic was, we used to go to these things called nightclubs and they'd be like <laughs> packed and then you'd go into the middle of the packedest part of the nightclub and you'd wave your hands in the air like you just don't care to the music. You can also not wave your clubs. hands in the air now because you do care.
2: Oh, what I wouldn't give to just be like 12 rums deep and hit up the d floor at the pint downtown
1: oh i text rick from the pint as though that's what's going out is now to me like he'll be on he'll do a story in the dance floor, floor i know right? i'll start texting him immediately tell me what's going on is the jack flowing and he's like describing the bar to me while i'm sitting at wanya manor on the
0: couch doing nothing i'm like this is so close to fun i can taste i was at least stable to go to midway once this past uh, summer how was, was- it yeah, it was actually better than I expected. I mean, not a lot of people have fond memories of The Ranch. So I'm like, oh, okay, go check it out. And Why? So I like, love The
1: Ranch. What's the matter with The Ranch?
0: A lot of kids or people around my age are not a fan of it or have very dark stories of it. So. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's say you mentioned The Ranch. Like, oh, I have memories. Like, okay. so, But I enjoyed it. And somebody noticed me from TikTok. Hey, you're the one guy. I'm like, yeah. Oh, no That's shit. Cool.
2: Good for you. He's already getting recognized one. Yeah. Whereas you and you're I hide in getting... the
0: shadows. If you're getting chicks off this, you got to
1: tell us how it works. Cause Bagwell and I do not know how that side of the game is played. No, I think I've noticed
0: that actually it's, it's like the younger audience of Warways nation notices me, not so much the older ones. Cause I feel like when I went to the golf tournament, no one really knew who I was, but like, cause I'm mostly on the TikToks, Right. So one of the, oh, keys there's a lot to of
2: dads the- and shit at the golf tournament, you know?
0: Yeah. One of the keys to the nation working is to continually
1: bring in younger people on the new platforms. That's right? my goal. Like you're talking about TikTok being down, right? If yeah. Twitter or Instagram went down, I'd know within 30 seconds I'd be texting bag milk and we'd be, you know, ordering widows corsages for one another, because how can we mm-hmm. live like this? I know. TikTok could explode. I could give one fuck. If TikTok Snapchat? exploded,
2: that would probably actually be better for my uh, my
1: productivity. Did TikTok go fuck on- with Snapchat? Like is Snapchat not hot with the kids, or is that a different demo now, Wazi?
0: I think Snapchat is just kind of dying out. Is it? I don't know. People still use it. They have to like younger, I guess. I don't really use it as much. Is it a demo between us? Like, is it older than TikTok users, but younger than Facebook users? I think so.
2: Probably. Yeah. Like, I know my nieces are still like, they're older than, Wo- well, one niece and nephew are older than Waz, and they use uh, uh, Snapchat relentlessly.
0: Yeah. So kids who are, like, in high school right now use Snapchat a lot. Wow. I can't talk to those kids while it's illegal. I, I, I Good to know. Mm-hmm. If I come I'll, within I'll, five I'll high that.
1: school kids, that judge warned me, and he said, I'm not going to tell you again, Wanya. You cannot get near that many high school kids, either on or offline.
0: <laughs> We're late to the pod here. but The one thing I'm looking forward to come uh, hockey season is doing the TikTok lives for the nation, because those are hella fun. Mm. Oh, my God. I was doing those during the season. Those are so much fun. That
2: also gets me, uh, makes me think about doing beat casts again, Wes. Yes. They're going to be raising money again this year for the Edmonton food Bank. So I don't want to do it, but I will do it. People have been asking me. You're raising man. money, some money for charity. You've eaten a lot of
1: fucking beats in your life bag though.
2: Buddy, I've never eaten more beets. I've eaten more beets in the last four years that I've been doing this than ever in my life. Such I think you've probably vegetable.
1: eaten, you've eaten more beets in the last four years than probably your entire city block of houses combined.
2: Outside of like a handful of babas around the city, like nobody's eaten more beets than me over the last four years. I
0: guarantee that.
2: Was, was two years ago, I had, I had it written down was two years ago. I, I ate 32 pounds of beets.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> that's disgusting. Which is your most hated food?
2: Yeah, I hate them. They're disgusting. Oh really.
0: That's
1: nasty. Jesus.
2: It's nasty. But you know what? All in the name of content was. And now
0: should all we do in the, name of
1: charity. Should we do the intermission show again? The Oily Boys? What are you thinking? I think so.
0: I'd love to. I'd well, you want to get in on that? Oh, well, of course. You got to get
1: greasy, though, Waz. You can't be talking all facts on the Oily Boys. Like, the first Oily Boys intermission show was us having our on-air meeting about what we should do at the Oily Boys <laughs> intermission show. And Coom was like, shouldn't we arrange this in the beginning? I'm like, no, no, let's talk about it on the air so people know what they've come to expect.
2: Yeah, workshop. That's how it goes. Take feedback from the audience, you workshop, you move forward. With Tyler mm-hmm.
0: Chuck. No, no, no. Tyler, this motherfucker tyler blew here. up who yeah, i don't know yeah. who
1: you're talking about we got to get back to basics around here your end track is now belongs <laughs> to the ages
2: <laughs> uh, i'll take over oh coming Uh-oh. for you it's if there's liam and there's was coming for you tyler on this podcast i guarantee you haven't listened to
1: but we like you was so we're going to hold your career back so you have to stay here and hang out with us right yeah, that's right if you're going to want to be the new year end check you're going to have to become very unlikable so that we start to promote mm-hmm. you
2: yeah and you'll uh hashtag avoid the grind
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder what uh, your MChuck's doing right
2: now. Probably eating caviar off a solid gold plate.
1: Probably networking with Sidney Crosby about Tim Hortons.
2: Yep. Yep. He's going to appear in a Tim Hortons ad with both Crosby and McKinnon for the fall of 2021. Do you feel it's comfortable be...
1: meeting NHL players, Waz, or does that freak you up?
0: Ah, it's weird. A little bit. Actually, your MChuck just uh, sat down with. Uh alexander barkov 17 minutes ago he just had a chat with him so that's what he's doing
1: <laughs> i asked your m truck for <laughs> one thing on this trip i said to him can you get players to just do a couple little sound bites saying dailyfaceoff.com like this is nathan mckinnon dailyfaceoff.com is the best or something that effect he goes i don't think i'm gonna do that <laughs> i was like really I respect that you can tell your boss straight to his face, go fuck yourself, and then go stay at the Ritz-Carlton in Chicago.
2: And then he tells his other boss that he's not going to get him a pen from said Ritz-Carlton.
1: <laughs> this is why I don't help. I, I would get ever, you a pen. Because my heart gets broken. You would? Yes, buddy. I would, you're yeah. A pen. You're Ironically, a good man, that's boss. why we can't send you.
0: You'd be you, too nice. O- only if you can get me a rock from wherever you go, like when you travel, because I like rocks. Collect rocks? What? Like if for I have a buddy who goes to Hawaii, I'm like, can you give me a rock? Just, just give me a rock. How many that's rocks adorable. you how many how many rocks you got these days? Wasp? I can not as much as I can remember. I have one from Jamaica. That's that's a cool thing. Do
2: you want me to if, get you a rock from uh, Jasper when I go this weekend, Was Yes, oh.
0: please.
1: All right. I'll tell you, you could tell him it's from anywhere. You could go out in your yard, bring him a rock, tell him it's fucking Mumbai. He wouldn't know the difference. Or maybe <laughs> your is joke, true. Was, and is you're a This You're like, you know what? That's a sedentary rock and that doesn't exist in Mumbai. They're more of a clay based land. Over oh, there.
0: It, it's, it's cheap. You don't have to spend money on a rock. You can just pick it up. That's adorable, Waz. I like this.
2: <laughs> We're oh, learning yeah. about Waz today.
1: You oh. know who doesn't collect rocks? Stupid, your M Chuck. That's who no. doesn't
2: collect rocks.
1: No. Collects hockey cards like a loser. Probably does. You brought your M Chuck in bag though? Yeah. How's that story go? Tell me.
2: Well, uh, we were looking for writers at Oilers nation and I was talking to JG, Jason Greger. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Hey, you got like, is there anybody at TSN that, you know, might work an up and comer or something like that? Or, you know, somebody who's got takes and wants to write. And he's like, yeah, yeah. This Tyler kid is pretty good. Just started. He was, he, I don't even know if he had a full-time gig at, at TSN at that point. So I brought your M Chuck in. He was a fan of the nation since he was a toddler.
1: That can't be true. He's not a fan of anything.
2: He used to, he told me when I first brought him in that his goal every night on game days was for me to include some of his tweets in the wrap up where I always include citizens of the nation in the wrap up. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. And when you would do it, I'd be super excited. It would make me happy all day. And then now fast forward, I don't know, four or five years, fucking guy won't even get me a pen as we've hooked him up with a, national broadcast career
1: we've made some mistakes in our life and this is one of them yep
2: my mistake was not ending him in vegas when i had the chance i mean what
0: oh, 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 oh don't worry
1: we're long play ruining his life by forcing him to promote sports betting which we know is his achilles heel <laughs>
0: yeah I, have no, I,
1: I know nothing about sports betting that's the way it was don't try the crack we sell okay oh <laughs> no, i'm kidding try the crack we sell just bet oh, responsible. crack's not bad we responsibly. There's nothing wrong with betting on sports. Just don't do it to excess.
2: Yeah. And you know what? That's a good chance for me to plug uh, risky business. Come back this, this year though, I'm going to do a game day article. What old bag milk's betting on for the night. I Bet thought you said the
1: risky business was too much work and you didn't like doing it.
2: No, Risky Business was fun to do, but I was doing it as a 10-minute Instagram live show last oh, year, and nobody kind of got into the routine. So what I'm going to do this year is I'm going to knock mm-hmm. out just like a quick hit, three, four hundred words on what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Be super casual on game days. And uh, we'll talk a little betting on the site.
0: Goddamn, I just want to talk to start. Gosh.
2: We're close, Waz. What's our countdown <laughs> That's, stuff, was. That's the stuff, That's the
0: stuff. Today was 27. Uh, Dave Semenko. Oh, respect. Dave Semenko days
1: respect well now that no one's here and we can talk about whatever we want we've probably forgotten to record the show and have to do it again do you think was that you could help me with a new podcast in the new season
2: yeah i was curious about this i want to know what uh, what you were thinking
1: well it's it's going to be an addition to this show for me but i'm just thinking like man i got so much fucking time to kill because of this pandemic and like staying productive for me is the key right So one of my big projects in the last 12 months, like getting the Umperville block open, was pretty crazy. But I also did these coffee clubs, right? Edmonton Coffee Club, BC Coffee Club. Love coffee. Having an additional project like that for me is really good because it just sops up my free time. So I was like, well, what would be fun to work on? And still kind of vague in my head, but just like, I don't know, I'd like to do a longer form podcast.
2: I want to do another podcast too that's just kind of like. That's what I want to learn when we get into the office. I want to learn how to use the equipment so that yeah. if I've got a dumb idea in my brain, I can just go do it myself.
1: I was watching uh, the white man's opera, Joe Rogan. Can we say white man? Is that I he's definitely
2: the Oprah for white dudes.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying white's racist against myself. Anyways, it's all very complicated. Anyways, was he was saying about his podcast how when he moved it, like he he always did a long form show. Yeah. And he's like, I just didn't like feeling like I was in a rush. Yeah. Right. And with your Ramchuk God bless his heart. And he, all jokes aside, is very, very good. He keeps us moving like an AM radio show.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And he's got this fucked up idea in his head; it should be about hockey. I don't know where that came from. And he's always trying to like <laughs> bring it back on topic. And I'm like, what the fuck? What would the show be like if we didn't go back on topic?
2: And what well, if it would be like was when two you two hours
1: R- long. And I don't even, would even know how long, long we're going for now. <laughs>
2: Oh, about an hour fifteen now it looks like.
1: Oopsie okay. Dupes.
2: But it would remind me of like when we were doing real life, just the in the in the old uh, KGB route. studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we just talked about whatever. So that's what we I think. I'm kind of, of the same way, things, though. Because yeah, like, like that's true.
0: When I was doing the uh, 90th minute podcast for Bix, we took a break from it uh, around the Euros, and like as much as I like talking about the sports, sometimes I just want to talk about random shit. When we like, did talk, the keep, yeah. oh, sorry, buddy. i like talking about random shit just like you guys
1: the kgb era of the show which is when we came back from mexico so that was probably 2018 2019 yeah i don't feel like we were doing as well back then as the show were we i feel like it was just sort of
2: no not in terms of like downloads and stuff for sure but i mean we're having a lot of fun doing it though
0: yeah we didn't have any guests what matters no no There certainly
1: wasn't like a lot of media celebrity all-stars rolling around the office at the time. I think it would
2: be fun to do a podcast, Wanya, where it's you and I, like, that's why I want to, again, learn how to use the equipment where we just bullshit. Like, I find sometimes our pre-show conversations, our pre-show phone calls are more entertaining than what we're talking about on the actual podcast, and we're supposed to be prepping for the podcast.
1: There's a lot of people on this show, and it's not because it's bad. Everybody's my good friend, and I invited (laughs) every single person on the show, but... I just think as a counterpoint to largely waste my own time throughout season winter two of the pandemic, just coming into Umberville and getting myself a little test and going up into the studio and just talking shit. That's kind of what I want to do. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right.
0: And there's no rules.
1: There may not even be fucking advertisers on it, to be
0: honest with you. Mm
2: -hmm. Probably not.
0: A A lot of Twitch streamers, they just have like just chatting streams or just talk. Really? Yeah. We'll is just put, really like you
2: will we'll just put get one of those like tip jars, yeah, or Patreon. I can also
1: That's follow- the thing, though. everything I do in my life is overtly commercial. That's why I changed my name to Crystal Pepsi for a brief time. Hmm. This is just talking shit in my mind. I don't yeah. even know that it could just be like rather than going to the bar once a week and talking with my friends, it's just it's upstairs one floor and we're recording it.
2: Yeah, this is Crystal like Pepsi that. speaking with Welch's grape juice on the uh
1: non-commercial podcast yeah 45 episodes into this show it's an ad every 40 seconds you're like well, yeah. i thought you said this wasn't gonna be commercialized shut up there's an ad from concrete <laughs> yeah
3: yeah mm.
1: well we'll think about it but i think that'd be fun to do
2: absolutely be fun to do
1: 100%. and then the game changer is now we have the new studio that doesn't require yes you know a ton of effort like going to little brick especially because we dismantled the studio during the pandemic and we've done it all on our phones fantastic I would still continue to do this show. I was just thinking it'd be fun to come in and use the new studio. And I don't
2: know. 100%. I'm with you. I would love to do that. Just bullshit for a little bit.
0: If I have an excuse to go down to a dog patch, I am happy. You are a frequent dog patch patron. Uh, Recently. Yeah. I've been there too many times.
1: You Mm -hmm. like it was.
0: Yeah. It's kind of easy to get from my place too. So what end of town do you live in? Where are you at? Uh, Southeast Tamarack.
1: Oh yeah. So it's it's a different vibe. Like, The pint is really our like that that's our bar too, right? And and like that's the fun bar, right? That's where we lived from two thousand and nine when it opened until present. Like it was ridiculous with Rick. This is like, oh my god, we're getting old and gentrified bar. Like there's people here, they're sitting down, no one's hammered. And like it's the anti-pint, but it is a fun place, I think, to like come and have a chill time.
0: I'm a big fan of the river valley, right? So I just like that fact as well. It's so close. Yeah. So if you want to go, I don't want to go to the pint. I don't
1: want to go to Dog Patch to get like turbo into the game like I do when I go to the Pine. When I go to the Pine, I'm like, if I haven't had four shots with Jack Daniels by the time I get through the second door, this place has gone to shit. Yeah. But now I just text Rick. I've actually gone in there when it's closed a couple times too to see Rick and then like dance by myself on the dance floor. And he's like, are you getting in your shifts, buddy? You feeling good? I'm like, I guess so.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's just it's just a sad solo dance in the corner. Yeah, remembering the corner
1: I puked in, remembering the corner I peed in, but now there's no puking and no peeing. Remembering the time I tried to grab the light pole near the main bar. You know that light pole? Yep. One time, I don't know what I was doing. I was like, watch this move, and I tried to. In my mind, I was doing the "Singing in the Rain" song, where you spin around the pole and yell "Singing in the Rain." But that pole wasn't connected to shit, and so I just brought it down on top of me.
2: I was like, uh, there was probably cr- uh, crashed ice weekend. That was one of the first times I ever went through the back door of the pint and felt like a, a big time playboy. Oh, big time move. And I, we went in through the back door, Rick let us in and I was dancing on one of the tables back there and Good it worked and yeah. I just ate shit in the back by the back bar and just kind of got propped up. It was like, nah, he's all right. Just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Before the pint was the pint. It was called the Fox and the Hound. Do you remember that? No. So that's OG. And downtown sucked in those days. And I remember we did a pub crawl one time. We used to do pub crawls as to get through the day to have fun. Yeah. And we went there and a fracas broke out. We ended up getting into a fight. And I ran out that backdoor hallway, not knowing that the parking lot behind the Fox and the Hound was a frequent towing parking lot. So I'd started this pub crawl, gone the pub crawl, gone to a fight, went to run out the door to my truck. And everything had been towed. And I was like, I hate this bar. And then when I found out it was going to be oh, a pint, yeah. I was like, are we going to take over the parking lot so everyone's cars don't get towed like it did the time I tried to make a quick escape from a pub crawl? And they're like, yeah, no, we're renting out the entire back parking lot after 4 p.m. I was like, if that's the case, I'm in. And that's the story of the pint starting was.
2: I still have dreams of doing like a big beer garden in that back parking lot where just the whole back wall is a projection yeah. screen. I've still got dreams, big dreams. William.
0: I have a question about bars. Go on, sir. So, um, they kind of shut down when I first turned 18. What was the Druid like? Do you guys ever go to the oh. Druid? I heard that place is good. Waz, where, that's was where that? I watched?
1: That's where the Oilers lost game seven. Oh, God. Do you want to hear the story about the Druid, Blas?
0: I mean, I just wanted to know if it was good. My cousin used to go there all the time. Well, it was good if you weren't watching goddamn Carolina beat the Oilers in the Stanley
1: Cup final, and then I got it from the table, so filled with emotion I kicked the stall door off the toilet or the stall door in the toilet and it hit the toilet and it cracked the toilet and the toilet overflowed everywhere. And then I started crying for the first time since grade (laughs) six was. And I cried so hard my girlfriend, because she was like, who cares as much about a hockey team? That's the Druid, a place of heartbreak. Holy shit. Don't go there. Even though it's been closed. Where was it? What were places? Oh, it's where the cabin is on Jasper Rafferty. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: It's it's had a few names over the last couple of years. Oh,
1: damn. Yeah. Damn, it used to be a Don Cherry's back in the day. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you don't remember bars that were open before you were old enough to drink, as I do. I used to drive by them and think, damn, one day.
2: I can only imagine what life was like a berry tease, you know.
1: I never got to go. It's weird how life has changed so much, pandemic notwithstanding, that there's really like
0: no clubs left. Mm. It's yeah, the- weird. I used to like going to the funky buddha they closed down. Yeah man, back Did in it? the day was. Yeah. Man, one time was
2: I was in grade 12 and I went to the funky buddha and one of my teachers were upstairs and it yeah. was like one of those like <gasps> you do yeah. things in the real world yeah. moments.
1: Yeah. On the other side of this. I hope there's a new Roaring 20s. Me too. The last really cool. pandemic, they invented jazz and discovered heroin because of it was. Now, I'm not saying we should invent a new heroin. <laughs> but what I am saying is if it led to a new genre of music, we should at least consider it.
0: Wasn't there also a Great Depression which led to a war?
1: Well, that was years later. It couldn't
0: be connected.
2: <laughs> well, if that's the case, if we get another Roaring Twenties, I'm going to start dressing like a dandy, I think. Yes. Let's Ooh. get Zoot
1: suits back going where we Fuck were, yes. big hats with feathers in them and shit. Oh, I if like we
2: all that. rolled into dog pads dressed like dandies. For the Roaring Twenties of 2021, I am all in on that. We look real sharp.
1: Real sharp I indeed. Keep, I keep bringing up at meetings that there's no nightclubs, and I hope nightclubs come back. And I've been warned <laughs> twice now that I'm not allowed to get involved in any sort of future nightclub plans. But, like, I think it would be really cool to get a nightclub going on the other side of this where everybody goes in and jams together and waves their hands in the air. like They just don't care.
2: Mm, it's been a while since I've done that. <sighs> yes. Now my hands are always at my side, filled with cares. Cause you
1: care so much,
2: right? Yeah, I care too much. <laughs>
1: uh, well, should we shut her down, boys? We did a real good job. We're having fun. We just told Waz how the world used to be better. Basically, we're old people. Yeah, I, like are...
2: I like
0: listening from old people.
2: Waz, one last old guy story. I used to go to the Globe but for twenty-five cent highballs. You don't know shit about twenty-five cent highballs.
0: The fuck's the Globe? The highball,
2: or not the Globe? Uh, Union Hall, Union. Oh, Hall I've been to the Union 20 Hall Twenty-five cent so. highballs.
0: Yeah, oh, the cheap. Globe had cheap drinks too,
2: didn't it? I believe so. I only went to the Globe a handful handful of times. I was thinking yeah, about I thought the Globe. Two dollar beers cheap. That's
0: what I thought
2: was cheap. Twenty five cent highballs for an hour. Then it was fifty cents. Then it was seventy five cents. Then it was a dollar. You could that's walk in there with five bones and just be smashed out of your tree. That's,
3: and that's why
2: our friends at the HGA Group are the title sponsor of this here podcast. Is they like to hear these stories, just like the folks at DoorDash, just like the folks at Twig and Berries, and just like the folks at Manscaped. Thank you to all of them. And while I'm at it. While we're rapping, please leave us some reviews. I'm looking. Oh, I don't see best. new reviews. I Never. want more reviews. Never
0: check the Instagram DMs. Some people send reviews there. There was someone all on radio. Was there? Yeah. We need somebody to check the DMs.
2: That's what we need. Tyler, I know you're not listening to this.
1: No, Let's no. You bet DMs. he is hmm
3: uh-huh.
2: For the HGA Group DoorDash, dash and Berries, and Manscaped on Bag Milk with Waz and Wanye. That's episode 314 of the Real Life Podcast. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.
1: Good show, boys.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter
1: and Instagram. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.